1: For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
0: As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Welcome to Playful Podcast, your guide into the underground scene where we discover topics on kink and electronic music every week. Don't forget to subscribe to not miss out on our next episode. Ho, ho, ho! We are here today with kink and fetish photographer Raf from Raf and Way. As it's Christmas, and meanwhile I'm Santa, he is the Grinch, which may be your perfect fit for this Christmas episode. We speak about how you can handle family at Christmas dinners, what he wish he told his homophobic father, what the best things about Christmas is for him, how and why he celebrates Christmas... But we also dig deeper on his background, history, a past as a crystal meth addict, and so much more. I am Amanda, and this is Playful Podcast. All right, we are here with the Grinch. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I am so happy to have you here. This is such a—it's the first time we meet, even. It feels like we and we know each
3: other for a long time.
2: (laughs) Exactly. That's so. It's so weird. But yeah, um, I think that's also a way of your job like people know of your art so well
3: and don't really know me who i who i am
2: exactly (laughs) even how do i look like yeah (sighs) right yeah it's true but also a lot of people have been shot by you and know what you look like and you have been on a lot of events and these things okay cheers Cheers. with glue wine some people call it uh, um bad warm wine
3: or something i like it
2: I really love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. In Sweden, we also have Glühwein, but it's a little bit stronger and a lot more sweet. Mm. And yeah, right. no, I don't like it. Yeah. I prefer the this uh, German, actually. Anyways, I am super excited to hear. We have been featuring you in the magazine, so but we're going to hear some, some things maybe we hear again. Not everyone may have read mm. the the article article. exactly but you grew up in Poland
3: yes I grew up in Poland in mm, I was born in mid-seventies in a very rural area where Catholic Church was the biggest uh, authority and blood of Jesus Christ were dripping literally all over to remind you that they remind you that you are a sinner you have to suffer (laughs)
2: Oh my god!
3: Yes, so that was unfortunate childhood uh, with a despotic father who, later on a track, sent me to the local shaman to heal my homosexuality.
2: How did he find out about your homosexuality? Well,
3: um, I was quite careful at the beginning. I mean, I knew that I'm I am homosexual since I was little, but. We're talking about era where there's no internet. <laughs> it's a rural poor, and so there's not even a library. I can uh, borrow a book to read about it, and mm. there was no to talk about because I'm the only guy in a village.
2: <laughs> wow, a small village so, you grew up a in, super small also. Village, how a super how small big village. was it?
3: Um, pff, very small, like
2: yeah, ten thousand, twenty less. Oh <laughs> yeah. wow, yeah.
3: So um, at the beginning, I tried to fit in, and try to hide things, of course. But when I was a teenager, everything went out like, mm. uh, So, I mean, when I was a kid in primary school, I even tried to uh, do my services in a local church. Hoping that I can seduce a priest.
2: Oh, wow. That must have I been failed. the cutest I thing failed. in the world. I failed. But, the, I mean, it's both an amazing sex fantasy. that you Yes, you I failed, unfortunately. <laughs> How old were you?
3: you uh, when I was in the church, um, I was like probably... 11 12 that is so yeah. cute
2: oh my god <laughs> did you ever be with a priest after that no no, no. not yet not yet still to come, still to come. <laughs> still to come. <laughs> yeah you must like uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> realize the the fantasy yes
3: but you know it was a an effort to fulfill my father's dream to be kind of normal mm. um and try to fit in a society as my father really didn't like that I'm homosexual and never accepted it. But there wasn't the biggest problem of him. The biggest problem is not that his only only child is a far god. The problem is what other people say. Mm. This, you know, this narrow-minded community uh, where everything is about your face. So you have to fit to this s- scheme and you have to be, you cannot be different. Yeah. That makes everything really hard. Mm. And wherever you are a little bit different in whatever um, area, you are bad, you are seen. you need to suffer and blah, blah, blah
2: yeah that is really it's like he was so scared of the way the outworld would look on like view him
3: yes yeah yes. i
2: mean that's also something that is very common but it's so unfortunate
3: it's so like unfortunate. he must have been
2: mis- so miserable Ooh. also not o- not yes. not i mean not because of you but be- or what he felt that you were putting him into whatever but also as he's so scared of everything and has a super small narrow frame on what's yes. okay. It must be horrible.
3: It must be. It, it was horrible. And he was super despotic. I had a, I have a super amazing mom. So she was, she was an angel, but <laughs> with a devil in the house, <laughs> it put me already in a very big conflict at the beginning when my homosexuality wasn't even out. Yeah. But then I added fuel to this um, um, fire. And two decades later, I was even (laughs) more as the only son is a faggot and HIV positive. (laughs) Um, The reaction of my father was, I told you and God has punished you.
2: Oh, (laughs) you were like, I'm living my best life. I'm living my
3: best life, you know. (laughs) He punished me good. (laughs) being, Being HIV positive is not a crime and it's not a punishment. But this narrow-minded um, society will never understand it. So no. um, talking about to people who are suffering right now from these kind of things, yes, you can try to talk. But it's re- from my perspective, it is really no point of wasting your energy to try to convince people who are Committed to misunderstand you.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: Because I tried many years. Mm. It was even worse and worse. There's no dialogue. he tried to make you straight. He tried to make me straight. And, you know, for him, being gay is the worst thing that can happen to you. Mm. And there was the only one little event that he forgotten about the, that his only child is homosexual when he saw this very shitty tabloid uh, in Poland um, called Hello Magazine. It's with like stars and... Yeah, that I land. know them. Yeah. So uh, I used to be, back then, a uh, hair makeup artist and I worked on a very big campaign for one of the biggest um, cosmetic brands with two actresses which were on top of the top... Uh, back then in so Poland. in poland so there was like this five by five centimeter picture of me and those two actress <laughs> and that was something he was super proud of not that i did a campaign for the biggest company no just this little picture that did you hang yeah. it in the house
2: no no Almost. but
3: but <laughs> but it was so sad
2: yeah
3: it was so it sad, was sad. <laughs>
2: it's sad but it's it's And it also puts in perspective how you can limit yourself by your, like life, by your observations or like Mm -hmm. what what you feel is like right and wrong and these things. So, I mean, it's, that's also something that is so fascinating, how far you come, like in everything, like today you are, I mean, your photography is only evolving and evolving Mm -hmm. and today you shoot like the most incredible fetish brands and the most incredible photos within the the fetish world. Mm -hmm.
3: And I think that comes from my upbringing, because Mm. when I was younger, I couldn't really express myself, Mm. because I tried not to make more drama with my father, so I was not really telling everyone in my hometown that I'm gay, because there's no point, there's no point in fighting. No.
2: Um, even your friends, or even, did you have even close friends? I
3: did not have close friends no. by, by then. Mm. Um, so, when I moved out to another city, it was okay. But coming back for Christmas or for the events, I was a straight guy who doesn't have a girlfriend.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, you were I mean, like, I'm so sad I don't have a I
3: mean, you know, what can I do? Like, uh, I don't want to fight. Like, no. Um, no. because there's no point. There's no point. So, um, I was living my the best life um, in a big city, and I was coming just because of my mom um, for Christmas and other events to be with her. Mm. And there was no point of you know, telling everyone I'm gay okay, and blah, blah blah.
2: But you you did actually. T- really, really tried to like fit in your, to yes, your I father's did, ideas <laughs> of you. Like even studied to, to become a lawyer or you did? Yes. No, no, I didn't it. want,
3: I did I finished it. Yeah. Mm. I finished it. Um, I never wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to go to Academy of Fine Arts, but in, this small town society, being an artist means you're poor Mm. um, and you just need to follow the big career, which is um, lawyer or doctor.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it is. That's true. So
3: I was trying to fulfill um, my father's dreams. Mm. Not that I wanted, but back then I I was a pussy. I didn't have balls to just say, okay, I'm leaving house and I'm um I don't give a fuck about you. Do
2: you regret that?
3: Mm, I do. Yeah. I mean, I do because I've lost five years of my life learning something which I have never used.
2: Are you sure you don't use it in, in, in the No?
3: W- no. No. Oh. no, because studying law, like the first five years you study history and uh-huh. you know the basics which are changing all the time mm. so you it's actually useless for, <laughs> it's actually useless
2: all right yeah i'm sorry about <laughs> so that. so that's five
3: years of of really hardcore studies mm. just to make my father happy okay mm. i mean it's done good blah blah yeah um but so when I moved out from, after the study, I, I was 21, I moved out of from my home with my partner at the time um, to big city. I worked for Citibank for one year. It was the worst thing ever. Um, and that was the last time I was wearing a suit.
2: Oh, wow. But I'm sure you look really good in a suit. Yes, though. but... But it's not no,
3: comfortable. It's not comfortable. It's all about comfort for me. Like, no. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, so yeah.
3: um, so yes, then um, I became a hair her- her- makeup artist, and oh, that yeah. was something really weird for my father.
2: Did mm. your mom know that you had a boyfriend at the time? Yes, yes, yes. They both knew. They, they both knew. knew yeah, they both okay, knew good, because
3: good. like pff, there was no point of uh, hiding of, of hiding it. Like um, they even visited me um in in this new city, and the comment of my father was, "Oh my God, there's only one bed here." what people say when they're going to visit you.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, no one even questions it twice that it's only you. Yes. (laughs) In your limited little world. Oh, my God. Imagine how much time he loses with thinking of what everyone is assuming of him. I mean, that's just...
3: And to be honest, like, no one gives a fuck.
2: No one gives a fuck, yeah. But, I mean, you lost five years. But at the same time, it feels like you are very much living your life to the fullest. Like
3: yes, because I have to, <laughs> to so make this five Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. Um, but I'm trying <laughs> since it's Christmas today, and there's a lot of people who just like you are not big friends with Christmas. Mm-hmm. What was your Christmas like when you grew up?
3: Um. When I was a kid, like super small kid, I really liked it because it was, we're talking about early 80s, communist Poland, when you had oranges and bananas only available on Christmas to buy in a shop. So that was kind of real Christmas.
4: Yeah. (laughs) But later
3: on the track, I started hating Christmas because of facing uh, the family. I couldn't really be... Uh, sincere with. I couldn't really talk with them because of my father. And plus, I hate Christmas because it's, it comes from the religion that actually had very bad impact on my life. And comes from rejection of this pagan festivities, which were way before Christian. Um, plus comes with all this commercial stuff when you can see Christmas tree trees in the shops in early September. Why? <laughs> and with this pressure of gift giving at a certain time of the year, when love is not about that, if you love someone, you can give the gift whenever, mm-hmm. uh, more spontaneously and it's much more beautiful when uh, when you do that, when you have to just buy something and you run out of ideas and you buy some shitty presents um, <laughs> just because it's Christmas
2: yeah yeah yeah, exactly so did you ever but did you have uh, any nice christmas time that you spent like with your partner or yes, chosen I, family or? i
3: did spend a lot of nice christmas after my father committed suicide oh, wow, i was sorry. taking uh my mom for christmas every time we were spending it somewhere else like in thailand mexico so oh. with my boyfriend uh, with yeah. my husband at the time and, and dad your mom, was, and the like three of you. Yes, uh, it was amazing. That is so nice. It was amazing. Mm. It was super amazing. So uh, this kind of Christmas I like, not being uh, at home, overeating <laughs> over-drinking yeah. and watching Netflix, no. Uh, that Christmas when you can go somewhere and uh, feel the nature, be with your friends, with your family, with the one you love.
2: Maybe even avoid Christmas. To some yeah, extent. this
3: is this this was actually avoiding Christmas because we never celebrated like yeah. uh, we never did anything Christmassy. We uh we never uh, did like Christmas presents mm. just to have a nice holiday without thinking that it is Christmas mm. and that's the best thing. What?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, do you go back to your home city in Poland sometimes?
3: Yes, I go back. Um, very often it's like just six hours drive oh and uh, you know my mom is alone mm-hmm. i'm the only child so i do try to be as uh, frequent as i can because i used to live in sydney for seven years so that was quite far mm-hmm. and we haven't seen each other for a long time but now when i'm so close i'm trying to be there. Quite often, and I'm going with my dog for Christmas next week. Already.
2: What breed is your dog?
3: It's a French bulldog.
2: That I knew that. Yeah, I must a, have seen pictures. It's a French
3: bulldog. He's a rescue dog.
2: Yeah, like mine. Someone,
3: someone has bought him from a breeder mm. and returned him when he was n- eight months uh, uh, old.
2: How could they? What, why? I know.
3: I don't know why. I don't know the story, but it was yeah. you know abundant child issues and. Yeah. Uh, oh, but he's the cutest thing ever.
2: Yeah, I he's love them so <laughs> <Yes>. much.
3: <laughs> he's free now.
2: Does he snore a lot when he sleeps? Not, not much. No? Not much. <laughs> and he so doesn't fart though. much, so it's cute. No? Okay, yes. that's good. That's he's good. perfect boy.
3: He's perfect boy. He <laughs> sleeps with me in bed. He hates um, uh, rain, but... Um,
2: yeah, He's I nice. think that's also a good dog who hates <laughs> rain. Yes, like,
3: I hate <laughs> rain. We don't want to walk, have a long walk when it's raining.
2: <laughs> uh, how do you celebrate Christmas nowadays or do you celebrate it or do you mm-hmm. avoid it?
3: I mean, I'm not really avoiding it, but I'm not super celebrating it. It's more for me to meet my mom and spend time with her because this is a time of the year she's kind of alone and uh, I really want to be with her uh like this year we're spending time in Poland but um it's not like I'm, I'm avoiding it but I'm not really celebrating it because you know I'm uh I'm not really although I was brought as a Catholic boy I'm I don't believe in Jesus Christ and I don't believe in God uh, oh. uh, so there's no point of really celebrating it but it is a really nice time to connect with my mom and we actually talk about everything right now.
2: like oh you talk about like, everything like together
3: everything she's my i would say my like my best friend that is so, so yes. nice so yeah. it is super nice and we talk we don't have any 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 issues she's accepting whatever whoever whatever am, yeah yes.
2: the person you are to the fullest yeah, yeah i mean she has been seeing you being this person since you were born. Yes. And, yes, and she never had
3: a problem with this. It was just my father.
2: Exactly. Yeah, wow. Must have been a lot of stress for her to live with him too. Mm, yes. Like. yes. Yeah, shit. Um, so there are a lot of people who have difficult relations with their families. Mm-hmm. And when they celebrate Christmas, they come home to a family that are is like eager to talk about that they're living the wrong life or making the wrong choices. What's a tip from you on how to be able to deal with this situation if mm-hmm. you still want to have, meet maybe some people in your family, but the mm-hmm. rest also comes along kind of.
3: I mean, um, it's going to be quite controversial. <laughs>
2: controversial, yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, from my perspective, yes, meet the people you want to meet. Mm. But um, there is no point of wasting your energy on like hiding things or even arguing with people who are misunderstanding you and who will never want to understand you. Mm. Just leave them behind. You are not a tree. You, you can move.
2: You are not That's a it. tree. You can move. Yes. Yeah.
3: You are not a tree. You can move. And you can still meet those people who... Are in your family who really love you or whoever you are, Mm. you don't have to meet them on Christmas.
2: No, you're perfect.
3: Because like meeting those people who you love plus a bunch of people who are so judgmental Mm. that your Christmas looks like shit, it makes both sides in a really uncomfortable situation.
4: Mm. You
3: stress, people who love you. Are stressed and people who judges you are stressed as well because they have to fight. Yeah. So what's the point of coming even for Christmas? Yeah, you can visit uh, particular people who who are in love with, with, with who you are mm. at different days than Christmas. This is so and interesting. This is, and this is for me, it would be the the best option. Mm. For me, it would be the best option uh, to not bring negative energy to your life. Because we don't want it.
2: We don't want it. and But th- I feel that sometimes you can put the pressure... Because the Christmas <laughs> pressure is yes. so strong. It's like, it you should be with your family, mm-hmm. you know? You must, kind of. That's yes. the feeling a lot of people get. Mm-hmm. And especially if you don't have a partner. If you have a partner, you can be like, well, you know, I'm I'm going away with my partner. Mm-hmm. Or But if you don't, or if you don't have a partner you're open to with your family mm-hmm. or whatever, they can be like... You're crazy, you're coming home. Grandma is old, you Mm -hmm. know, it can be anything. Yeah.
3: But you can visit your grandma and and any other time. But yeah, it takes a lot of courage. And spend your time with um people who really love you with your chosen family, like
2: chosen family. Making
3: an effort towards people uh, with you connected with blood, people who are not really interested in your life fully and who are judging you, what's the point?
2: What's the point? What's the point. Mm. For sure, there is no point. Yeah.
3: Like the fact you are connect, you are you are blood related, means nothing if they don't love you the way you are. Boom, um. boom. Um. Amen. I
2: mean, Amen. <laughs> yeah. No, it's that yeah. that's the truth. Okay, but so you made this choice, like, to not celebrate Christmas with your parents. Did you or? Or did you always do it until your father died? Or I mean,
3: I was doing it quite often. Um, but there were several years when I was traveling mm. with my partner at the time. And that was not an issue. I mean, it was probably relieving for my father and relieving for me because, you know, I, I didn't want to uh, face my bigger family and talking about the girlfriend I don't have. <laughs>
2: so if you could go back in time though Uh to when you were there at the Christmas table and feeling like uncomfortable as Mm -hmm. fuck is there anything you would tell yourself if you could go back in time
3: I would tell yourself please do not give a shit about those people (laughs) because I was still trying um, to make things better in a way I knew that It's quite impossible, but I was still making a big, big, big effort uh, with people who were quite judgmental in a way of to who I am. But there's no point.
2: There's no. At some
3: point, you just need to give up on these people, yeah, and leave them behind. Because why would you keep trying? And there is no positive even a slight positive response from them yeah,
2: it drains you yes completely. it drains your
3: energy out so mm-hmm. christmas which was supposed to be a festive time the time you getting your energy back you getting your love from your family becomes something that actually drains your energy to that point that after christmas you need to go to re- to a, 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 a one week retreat
0: <laughs> oh to get back God, to, um, <laughs> to reality I,
2: can happen for sure so don't I think do it that to yourself to so many people I think so, so yeah. don't do
3: that to yourself Like and you're even taking off
2: shape. days from work yes you're doing like so much to do to, yes.
3: to, mm. to make it happen and it's actually <laughs> opposite effect
2: yeah yeah if you is there anything you wish you would have told mm. your dad back then or would you is it better to just not because you said also that it's it's no, there's no. You you you, cannot, mean, change their minds. you like cannot change their minds.
3: You're not changing mind. I mean, you can try, and I do think trying is good at the beginning. Mm-hmm. If there is um, communication happening, that's great. But if you try several times and uh, there is nothing, nothing there, and the, the mind is still so shut that. None of the arguments would work. Yeah. Then you just yeah give up. Give up. Yeah. Give up.
2: Yeah.
3: Give up. Leave them behind.
2: Get, gather I mean, that energy. Yes, back trying is yeah. trying
3: is good, but wasting energy on people who makes you feel like shit.
2: Mm. What's the point? What's the point? Yep. Have so since how Many years mm. do you live in Berlin? It's like ten.
3: Since oh no no no, I moved here in two thousand seventeen.
2: Ah, 17? 17, yes. feels like you're such
3: an Yes, it feels, it feels like, <laughs> it's like um, you've been here I'm, always. I've been here for like 20 years, but yeah, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it was so only a
3: couple of
4: years.
2: <laughs> yeah, but yeah. have you in this city found a chosen family? So- yeah.
4: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.
1: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
3: As I found a lot of people I love, and mm-hmm. um, it was hard because at the beginning, I was trying to fit in certain, certain social circles, and I'm an introvert. So it makes it so hard. Yeah. (laughs) So hard. Uh, So I was stressed that I'm not fitting somewhere. And I was trying to do it. But I realized that I don't need to fit everywhere. You don't need to fit everywhere. You just need to find people who are same-minded. You are on the same wavelength. And that's the magic happening. That's when the magic happening. When you have the same wavelength and uh, you've got this vibe coming, there is like click, and you feel like you know each other for like ten years. Yeah. So, yes, you need to meet a lot of people before that happens because you don't fit to everyone, and that's and that's okay, and that's okay.
2: <laughs> exactly.
3: But when you find someone who is like your family, keep them close.
2: Keep them keep close. Them close. That, that's so true. And now you have that here? Yes. That is so nice. How did you find them?
3: Um, it's, it happened quite organically. I'm not really going out to bars and things. But
2: you do party. I don't
3: really go to, um, to bars because, you know, me introvert, I'm kind of talking to stranger is so hard. But I do go to Bergen um, every Sunday.
2: Every... How come we haven't... Maybe we haven't seen each other. We see each other. I don't go there every Sunday, but... I go there almost every Sunday. Where do you stand? Like, do you, can in I the, ask you? A,
3: yeah, I'm I'm super OCD with the music, so I have to be in the very middle of the dance floor.
2: Ah, that's why I don't see you, because I'm not there. Yes.
3: I'm, I need to be in I'm the very the middle, because you've yeah. got the blast of um, air condition, and you've got the blast of all four speakers. I'm so going to try
5: it, though. I've never tried it, Try it. So is so like the, I'm coming the with the you. The sound...
3: <laughs> The sound in the middle is amazing, plus you got the wind.
2: Okay, I, because yes. I did Try not even this. know the wind was there. <laughs> there
3: is a wind, there is actually quite cold there. <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. This Try. is such a pro tip. Yes. <laughs> this is a pro tip.
2: Amazing. Are there any like Christmas traditions you have in Poland that you actually like?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like food. <laughs>
2: Bananas and oranges. Bananas and oranges, <laughs>
3: yes. Like, every time I eat bananas and oranges, it, even during the year right now, it actually reminds me of my childhood when it was, like, the only time of a year. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a real banana. This is a real banana, my God. Like, <laughs> so sweet. It was really something, because, like, people probably in Western Europe, they don't know, but in 80s, in Poland, convenience stores were... Completely empty most of the time of a year. You can buy only white vinegar, and you had this little um, paper cards that you are allowed to buy like two kilo of meat per person per family, two kilo of sugar, three kilo of uh, flour, blah 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 blah. Like so in the war. Yes, like definitely like in the world. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you run out of this, there was, of course, black market, four times more expensive. But mm-hmm. in a shop, there was nothing. So Christmas time was actually when everything, I mean, not everything, but a lot of things from Western yeah. <laughs> world went there. So, yes, bananas and, and oranges and mandarins are still my childhood memories, like every time I, I smell it.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's something you yes. are mm-hmm. fond of. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you don't get a Christmas tree and these things.
3: No, I don't get a Christmas tree. Um, I don't go to church. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not even to find the. <laughs> no, the
3: no. 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 <laughs> Maybe if, no. if he's
2: there, he will probably be easier to get from. They or from Gabe yes. Romeo or whatever.
3: Although I'm not on a, any app. Nope. I don't use apps. What's yes. your view on, on dating apps? Um, my view on dating apps is um, you waste too much time talking online to people you don't really fit. So, for example, you talk, you spend two hours on Grindr talking to like 70 people mm. and then you finally find the one and you've got 15 minutes sex.
2: <laughs> yeah. How does it come Yeah, it's true. It's like it's a lot of you put in. You invest a lot for the, for not you so invest much. invest
3: a lot. Plus, you know, I cut um all the apps because um I was addicted to crystal meth for a very long time. Really? Yes, and um, that was something that actually um, was a triggering me, um uh. because like you know Berlin is not free from crystal and you go online you've got a lot of people who are there so i was trying to cut this thing and um that was helping as well like meeting people in real life having this uh conversation and meeting them in real life before you're having sex so you can feel if it's really working or not because like when you're high um Having sex, you can have a sex with anyone because it doesn't really matter who it is, no. <laughs> mm. But sober sex is kind of much more complicated because you really need to be—I really need to be into person I'm—I'm I'm having sex with,
2: and present, very present.
3: And you have to be here and now and present. So, um, so for me, that's very important to just meet someone and and if I'm vibing, I'm vibing. Clear, yes, we go home. If not, bye.
2: Wow, that's why I
3: present every Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then
2: yeah.
3: you meet a lot of uh, a lot of people and
2: like-minded in some many ways. Yes. And, and you can
3: yeah. um, exchange for numbers. That's it, you know. Yeah. So uh, it
2: feels like you have been living so many lives. I know. I feel like that too. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. But do you feel when you look back at your life? Do you feel like? Wow, like, I really managed to come to this point where I'm at
3: now. Yes, I do. Actually, it's it was quite intense li- life uh, because, you know, I was doing a lot of very different things in my life. and, um, But whatever I did in my life, whatever I was making money on and I was doing with real passion, yeah. So although I was never studying um her makeup and uh but I was hair makeup artist for seventeen years. I'm forty six now. So. <laughs> oh
2: you didn't study it. Yeah I didn't
3: study it. Uh, like, How I'm, I'm self taught. Uh, yeah, no 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 i self taught everything is online. <laughs> Everything's on YouTube. <laughs> Same with photography. Wow. I never studied
0: photography. What?
3: Like everything is from the heart. Like if you feel it, you feel it. Like, of course there are some techniques you can you can check online, but you just need to feel it. If you love it, if you love something, what you're doing. But you must have any, you, um,
2: can I, sorry for interrupting, yeah? but you must have a crazy uh, mind. Like foc- you, you must be crazy good at focusing your mind.
3: Yes, it is. Uh, because
2: this is a real skill. Hmm. That is very valued when you are self-taught.
3: Yes, that's true. That's true. Focusing on being here and now, it's, it's uh, the most important thing. And um and being distracted. Nothing distract. And whatever you're doing with full passion, sooner or later, organically, you, you become better because you put so much effort and energy, not because you want, but just because you really love it. And that's why you became successful you became You your work is even better because you love it,
2: Bec- but it like, feels, imagine yeah. doing
3: something for six days a week or five days a week for eight hours you hate yeah like i could not
2: do it no that's that's horrible it eats yeah. you up but it feels like anything that you tried on you got successful
3: with because i tried things i wanted to try and things that actually turned me on mm. uh, no no I'm not sexual but yeah exactly <laughs> in, a, in a way that were uh, fascinating for me mm. and I was like for example I, I was doing this f- first hair uh, thing uh, and then we had an agency with my partner at the time it was kind of full service agency for advertising with models, uh, hair and makeup artists, blah, 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 blah. And there was one booker from China. Uh, she was coming to see models and I showed her my portfolio. I was doing only hair by, back then. And she asked me, do you do makeup as well? I said, and my boyfriend tell, told her, yes, all the makeups are his. <laughs> and she said, would you like to go to come to Shanghai for three months? I said, yes, okay. So she bought me tickets um, in two months time in two months time. So I was doing a very fast forward course with one of our makeup artists working for us because I wasn't gonna so I had two months to actually learn everything. I was paralyzed, but I love challenges. Challenges are great. That's I mean, an amazing I'm, I'm still not a very good makeup artist. And I, I was never, super great, but I can do hair, so I can,
2: I don't believe you actually, (laughs) because you were doing it very high end, so, yeah, but, um, I mean, they wouldn't, they, they know if you're bad, they would throw you out,
3: but I am very, um, uh, my standards are really high, like towards myself, so (laughs) I don't find myself that good in makeup, hair, yes, but, um, that actually makes the balance, if if the hair is amazing, no one sees the makeup, so, yes, I spent three months in Shanghai um, in early, like, 2006, I think. It that was that was a great time. Uh, yeah.
2: Wow. Amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, also, crazy that they just hired you. I mean, I, I guess also you have this personality that people just vibe with, you know? Yes. And they're like, yes. You
3: know, everything is about being in the right place and the right time meeting that person. Otherwise, it would not happen. So I, I do believe in universe universe sending uh, us messages and sending us opportunities. And if we say yes to it, that's great. And I, I would say, say yes always to it because you only regret things you haven't done in your life. If there's something going wrong because you said yes, okay, you learn from your mistakes. And if you learn from your mistakes, that's, that's good too. Yeah, And it's okay to, to do mistakes. We are only, only humans. If you learn from it, lesson learned.
2: Lesson learned. Do you feel that Berlin has taught you anything about who you are?
3: Mm, yes, Berlin actually has changed my life completely.
2: Can I ask, did you come here uh, being into crack? Yes. Okay, and you are still here and now you're not. That's I'm not. I'm, okay, I'm I want to hear free, everything yeah. now.
3: I'm I'm free from crystal uh, for one year already.
2: High five! Yes. That's amazing. So I came to
3: Berlin um, with my husband, and um, I was kind of trying to get out of my um, addiction. I mean, this is not the best city. <laughs>
2: It's very much exactly a it's, city where it's everything very much is available exactly to you.
3: Everything is available for like one tenth of the price um, in Australia.
2: Ah, uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> so, and um, it happened that we broke up um, at the very beginning when we arrived. I mean, we still family. Mm. We still family, mm, but uh, so it was quite hard time for me to adjust. But the good and bad thing. The, blessing and the curse of me was i was fully functioning being high like fully i could do drugs and go to the dinner with my client do a photo shoot and go to bed this never affected my sleeping and eating pattern so i was never like down down the track that with like people who are not eating or sleeping for five, six days and they are collapsing.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> for me it was it was just giving me energy and kind of self-esteem and self-confidence because I'm super shy, um naturally. So that gave me something I never had.
4: Mm.
3: Probably that's why I um, also got addicted to it. There was a sexual part as well, of course, but uh but that self-esteem and self-confidence i got from it was just mind-blowing was like oh my god i can be a different person i can actually talk to people i can i can do things uh, faster and, and more uh, beautiful blah, blah, blah. but well there's a uh there's a downside only, way, yeah. only in the way there's only one uh way down and you know it really affects your brain it gives you huge depression mm. you know i was taking it every day wow and um Doing that, like not doing that for one day, it makes you so depressed because your body cannot pr- produce that many serotonins that you have um, um, having at all. So it's just super hard to cut it down or cut it completely when your body is adjusted to certain amount of, of drugs and the level of drugs in your body. Yeah. So um, it took me two years like of trying to get out of it Mm. um and you know i couldn't go just to rehab for six months because i'm freelancing i would lose all my clients yeah you know what i mean like i cannot just disappear for six months so i was Cutting it down, I was doing ayahuasca microdosing mushrooms and LSD and that actually helped. I mean, I shouldn't say. That's
2: like a spiritual path.
3: It's a spiritual path. And I think that is, that was a super big journey within myself with uh, with, uh, all these psychedelic uh, things. (gasps) And mushrooms, especially when you microdosing it, do microdosing. They and you are depressed because I was super depressed when I when I stopped um, crystal meth. Mm. Um, when you do microdosing, they are actually keeping you in here and now, without and shutting this part of your brain that that uh, thinks about past and the things about future because Uh i was thinking in the past as oh my god i was doing so many bad things and uh, i was just uh, in a shithole for five years taking uh, a crystal and then there was a part of my brain oh my god my future is uncertain because i'm just what am i gonna do now i don't have energy i'd want to stop it but i don't have energy to to actually work normally because my body is exhausted without uh, a crystal so i don't have energy to do it and i'm really scared about my future so those two parts like uh future and the past are completely shard when you when you're taking mushrooms mm-hmm. like microdosing mushrooms so you focus on here and now it gives you energy and i mean it's a very organic process it's not happening like in one day no <laughs> it took me two, years. two but, years but it is like slowly slowly your body is adjusting to not having uh certain drugs and this focus on here and now and energy you get from psychedelics and serotonin um, that it produces—it's actually the way to I would suggest and to everyone who wants to quit.
2: Yeah! Wow, that's amazing. Is and, this on it, yeah. and on top of it, and on top of it,
3: you can't really get addicted to psychedelics because if you take. Um, for example, acid or mushrooms for two days in a row, the third day, it's not going to work at all. You don't feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good thing about it, uh, psychedelics.
2: Yeah. And is this something you learned through internet? Or yes, did you I learned everything okay. through in-
3: all my life. <laughs> I learned through <laughs> internet.
2: <laughs> oh my God, it's amazing. You are the pro-Googler. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. It takes time to actually Google um, things because th- there's a lot of information, but... <laughs> There is not that many websites that um, actually give you a very full on uh, review about it, like very detailed. Mm. Uh, but yes, you can you can definitely find it.
2: Wow! You
3: can definitely find it, and I use it. I um, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah. So.
2: And try. now, like I mean, the story is incredible. But then, how, what part did the city play in this history? Would you say if it did? Like, mm-hmm. what, what? How did Berlin teach you anything mm-hmm. about?
3: So first of all, as I was saying before, I was trying to feed in some circus and I didn't, and it was actually quite depressing. I mean, mm-hmm. there was also a crystal meth time, so I was quite uh, distracted with being high as well. Uh, but. Later on the track, I was starting meeting people. I was vibing naturally without drugs. And this circle of friends helped me a lot, the first thing. Second thing um, was my meditation Sunday in Berghain. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> that was that's... really helping me because mm. going there to not think about anything, and I'm really into techno. I'm just like, techno, I'm just happy. Yeah. <laughs> Play techno, and I'm happy. You yeah, it centers something. me, and that time in bag, I was never overstaying because I was never like 24 hours. I'm too old for this, <laughs> but you know, six to ten hours, it's a perfect time for me. Um, and then I go home, and this is like pure meditation for me, like pure meditation, and that helped me as well to um, to level up myself to the normal thing, uh, plus it actually gave me a lot of self-confidence as well to talk to new people and their club is big enough so if you just talk to someone you don't really feel like talking you just say okay i'm going to the toilet i'll be back and then you will never meet him again like you know, we never met him back again. Yeah, exactly. so, so this is the very good thing this why I'm, I'm avoiding like bars because me introvert like even sitting with someone I don't really like and I don't really feel like talking and I don't really even feel, meet him again, it's so hard for me to say no. Um, it shouldn't be because it's okay to not, to like. you don't need to like everyone and not everyone will like you. But it's really hard to be that straight. I mean, I am, I learned how to be more straightforward. Maybe it's harsh sometimes, but I do it in a nice way. But it is, really have healthy to just not to make effort with people you don't really vibe because
2: to relax <laughs> exactly. yeah to not force anything and to be like yes.
3: just go with the flow if you vibe with someone uh, that's good keep them close mm. if not say goodbye
2: mm. and it's amazing that the freedom here <laughs> Like, in the beginning, it was a struggle. But now, maybe that's also something. Like, because going out in the middle, middle of the day, that's not something that is possible in many other cities. Yes. So, there's a lot of freedom that comes. But now, that was also your way back to your more so sober life. Style. Yes.
3: Uh, more sober, or maybe not that sober, but, so, but high in a more healthy way. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, it is this is a great opportunity to live here and to actually learn something about yourself mm-hmm. everything is becoming it's like you, you're learning things about you very organically it's not like you one day you, you move to Berlin and you have a different person you need time to sink in a city to feel it and to find places you love to find places you feel comfortable. In? because like you know not everyone likes Berghain. No. not everyone um likes techno and this is not the place you really have to be if it fits you it's fine if not find something else there's a lot of other clubs there's a lot of other places when you can meet s- s- people you are vibing with and not necessarily has to, you know, wait um, eight hours to go in a club that you are not feeling comfortable.
2: (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) And lastly, Mm -hmm. uh, if you're trying to leave the Christmas dinner early because you feel like, oops, I come along. Like you can, sometimes you go back to family and you feel like, oh, this is like, I did not remember it this way. And you feel like, I gotta go. What's Mm -hmm. something, what's a tip to people that they can say when they wanna leave Christmas early? What and can I say to their family?
3: That they don't feel well. That's it. Yeah, true. I don't think, I don't think Easy. there is a, a, they don't need to pretend they are vomiting all over, but I said, I just don't feel well. I just need a time for myself. That's it. If they don't understand, fuck it. <laughs> Perfect. I don't feel well. We, we I wouldn't say I don't feel, ca- un- I feel uncomfortable here because that's quite offensive and we don't want to create a drama. What for? Just, I don't, don't feel well. I need time for myself. Bye. And Bye. that's
2: Bye. the end of Christmas.
3: That's the end of Christmas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then you can celebrate in ways that feels good. That's it. Run away or that's stay it. with your chosen family. That's it. Thank you so much. Thank you so
3: much. and Na- Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas.
2: If you're a Patreon, you'll get to listen to the extra material where Raf lets us in on his top gems for anyone living in Berlin and how his first experience in the city was like. Go to patreon.com playfulmagazine.
4: It's either this or it's that. This is this or that. Thank
2: the you last, so much. The last mm-hmm. thing we have mm. is a this or that. Okay. A Christmas edition, this or that. Okay. So I'm going to tell you two things and you let me know which one you prefer the most. It it can be both or just one, but Mm -hmm. preferably it's one. Okay, I'll do one. Let's see if you know which one of these. Maybe there's something you don't know. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Gingerbread or stolen. Gingerbread. Yeah? I agree. Glühwein or hot chocolate? Glühwein. Glühwein, me too. Uh, to be the Santa or do the Santa? Do the Santa. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Morning gifts or evening gifts? Both. <laughs> Both. I love that. Yes. We love gifts, no? Yeah. Gifts,
3: I would say, gifts without a special occasion are the best.
2: That's very true. That's the best. When someone thought about you and yes. really like... Yes. that is. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, cheese fondue or potato salad? She's fun Yeah, more sexy too. More sexy, yes. Christmas market or theme
3: park? oh theme park. I hate Christmas markets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love not that I'm not that I'm a really fan of of theme parks, but out of two, theme it's park, better. yes.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, love Actually or Home Alone, two movies.
3: Ah, okay. um
2: Have you seen them?
3: I haven't seen Love actually, so um, I don't know.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, maybe none. All right,
3: maybe none. Yeah. Maybe none.
2: Uh, go ice skating or watch uh, Three Lights?
3: Go ice skating. Do
2: you like ice skating? I love ice
3: skating. I love ice skating, and I love uh, um, skating. Like so, yeah.
2: There is a skating park.
3: I know, and I want to go there.
2: Let's go together. Yes, let's go together. Because I have, I'm really bad. But I, I, really I like mean, it. I'm not,
3: I'm not great because I haven't done it since I'm, I moved to Australia. But we will just have fun with well, it. Yes, because I'm I really it's bad. Good idea. But it's
2: the one yes. in Auckland, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's yeah. go. Yes,
3: let's go. Yay. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you so. much. Well thank you so much it was amazing
2: amazing. this was it for playful podcast this week but please follow subscribe and listen to our next episode and if you want to have a say about future artists or even ask your own question to one of our guests follow us on Instagram and make sure to add your question when we lift our coming guests thank you so much for joining and see you next week